0: Grooviest filmmaker in the history of cinema. Blah, 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 Star in the cinema. Blah, blah, blah. Problem with America's cinema. Blah, blah, blah.
1: Destroying cinema.
0: Blah, blah, blah. Realm of conventional cinema. Blah, blah, blah. What I was taken to it was like no cinema. Blah, 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 blah. I like cinema. Welcome to another week here at Under the Stairs Cinnabla. I'm Jordan
1: Keene. I'm Mitchell Yeomans.
0: And we are your hosts. Hey
1: everybody. What's hap- what's happening, Mitchell? Nothing. How you doing? I'm okay.
0: That's <laughs> convincing.
1: Is it? Yes. I'm doing well. Is that more convincing? It was.
0: Good acting. Mm-hmm.
1: So, uh, what, what's what's what, new? What's what's new for you?
0: In life, or just absolutely nothing. Okay. Absolutely so, what's new nothing. in the queue? What's new in
1: the queue? Oh
0: man. Now you're talking my language. Yeah. That's
1: life. I like seeing you with energy.
0: New in the queue. Um this week. Well, why don't you go first? Why don't you go? First? <laughs> yeah, I will go
1: first. Um what? This is this is sort of a fib. I didn't watch this movie uh this past week. You, this is me confessing. Conf- confessing? <laughs> <laughs> Confessing. Um, I watched this movie on Netflix a long time ago, and this probably has nothing to do with uh, you good people at home because there's no way to watch this now on Netflix in the it, queue.
0: Because uh, they it took it off. Down?
1: They they took it down. What is it? Well, it's Lenny. It's See, I, I feel bad because I'm going to tell them about this great movie, and they're not even going to be able to watch it
0: unless they... But you also made a conscious decision to tell them about a movie that Because it's good. I'm conflicted.
1: Okay? All right. Spread the word. This movie is called Lenny. 1974 is its release date. And uh, it's about... Hold on. I have the synopsis. The story of a 1960s comic, Lenny Bruce, who's groundbreaking, no-holds-barred style... And social commentary was often deemed by the establishment as too obscene for the public. So, he was the white man, Richard Pryor, back in the day. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, I—it's a true story. I—I I think. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it and it's really good I watched so, it mainly because so uh, good
0: I know so much about it
1: it's Bob Fosse's movie mm-hmm. and uh yeah you've been on a Fosse kick yeah been on a big Fosse kick cause I he just seems to be one of those directors that are overlooked yeah. uh when talking about good ones uh he was mainly a choreographer uh Broadway choreographer but he also did movies and one of his movies were uh Cabaret, he won Best Director for it that year, came out in 72. Then in 74, he came out with Lenny. And uh, then in all 79, he came out with All That Jazz. But Lenny is great, and I'm not going to go all that into it, just because it's been a while since I've seen it. But if uh, you ever come across it, you know, check it out. Oh. And what is yours, Mr. Jordan?
0: Mine this week I actually just watched The Invisible Man uh, from 1933. Uh, it's based on the H.G. Wells book, The Invisible Man.
1: H.G. Wells, he's the guy that did War, war of the Worlds. worlds,
0: worlds which I death. also really enjoy that. Yeah, he did a lot of other all stuff, the, too, all, the war, all the War of the Worlds. worlds. <laughs> Even
1: the Gary Busey's son one. Yep. What's his name? Jake Busey?
0: Mm-hmm. It was like a carbon copy of, of Gary. <laughs> it's true they look exactly alike but creepier no but the invisible man is about a scientist who finds a way of becoming oh, you guessed it invisible Boy, uh, I and, loved what you did there. but in doing so he becomes murderously insane so he's got his partners he, they, he finds a way to become invisible he starts turning and kind of becomes evil he's trying to find his, his lady love it was good. It was a short movie from nineteen thirty three. Uh, the thing that I really, really enjoyed about it was the the special effects ingenuity for nineteen uh nineteen ninety-three. <laughs> nineteen thirty three. Groundbreaking. <laughs> At that time it was like early on and like they do a lot of interesting things with the invisibility. Uh like mo- what? Like moving books in the air like Somebody's actually carrying it. It's a few times you can see the string, but I'm okay with that because I'm a person that really enjoys the old school effects because, I don't know, it just looks different. It, it has a different feel, like a more organic feel to like, I buy what's happening on screen because it did happen on screen. I don't know how it got done. Or plus in it's, this case, I did. Plus, but.
1: it's a movie like that coming, in like, coming out in the 30s. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, we're watching it. Stuff like that's so barn to us yeah. so not only does it have like this cool factor of you know old nostalgic look not nostalgic for us but for your grandparents
0: but yeah.
1: um but it has this like oddly creepy factor into it too yeah and does that really does, does that happen to you when? You yeah watch i think movies? it
0: does because especially with the invisible man it's supposed to kind of like freak you out like many times during the movie they keep doing this thing where they <laughs> they keep saying like They'll give out information about how they're going to track him down, mm-hmm. and then be like, "But we've said too much already. He could actually be in the room with us right now." <laughs> and everybody like looks around, like, "Oh no, <laughs> where is he?" Like, and then Kevin going Bacon comes out with yeah.
1: infrared penis swinging around. Hollow it's like, Man. It's okay. <laughs> that's ho- that's Hollow Man. Oh, it's not almost the same. same movie. Okay, almost cool because that's a though. great movie. Oh
0: man, but uh. I suggest my movie actually still is on the queue, so you can go check that out now on the Netflix. All
1: right. So.
0: But it was good. I really enjoyed it.
1: Now it is time for Cinebuzz.
0: Cinebuzz. Buzz. Ah, well, so.
1: That's anticlimactic, yeah. Mr. Woody.
0: Um, well, he, he said what he needed to say. <laughs> now go ahead and say what you need to say. I don't
1: know what I need to say.
0: All right, well, news, what do we got?
1: Uh, well, most obviously, Paul Giamatti seems to be a big deal playing. Yes,
0: yes he does. Yes, he playing, does.
1: Uh, what's it, the, the rhino? He's going to be the rhino in The Amazing, Amazing Spider Man. Spider-Man. I'm going to try I'm curious. I'm curious.
0: I, I really I want really to see want some to see pictures. pictures. What are you doing? <laughs> <Not> the, <laughs>
1: just winging it, man. Saying whatever you seem to be good at this podcast thing. I'm going to try to say what you're saying. For
0: like along. I, like, yeah. <laughs> I no, I am looking forward to seeing Paul Giamatti in that Rhino costume, because Giamatti's not a really built guy. Rhino is ginormous. He's I know. a rhinoceros. I'm
1: trying to think at, like logistically how they're gonna do it. Because the invisible uh, the invisible <laughs> Spider Man. No, yeah. the incredible Spider Man. Yeah. The amazing Spider Man. Okay. <laughs> Shut up. I am off today. Just fucking say Spider-Man, dude. Spider-Man. Yeah. What, uh, who did it? Mark Webb. What he, uh, brought back, what Sam Raimi didn't do, is what you were talking about, natural effects. They actually saw a real person swinging from web to web to Mm -hmm. web. That was a real
0: giant lizard, too. What are you saying? The lizard? That was all makeup.
1: On an actual alligator. Oh, I, you're making fun of me. <laughs> I am making a little bit of fun. No, that. I'm saying for a Spider-Man movie, they did as they did, much yeah, as they, they could. they did a
0: lot of on set. On, it, it, I'm looking forward to that. And rhino actually shows his face. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, Lizard turns into a lizard. Rhino is in a Rhino costume. That's why they call him yeah. Rhino. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know how they're going to do Paul Giamatti, because he's a, he's a stout, portly little guy. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, like it, putting pulled Philip Seymour Hoffman in the Rhino suit, <laughs> which would work. It would work, but more Spider-Man news are also hinting at possibly uh, having Venom in there somewhere. No, and I say no. You say no that they're not hinting to it, or no that they shouldn't do it.
1: Both. <laughs> no, no yeah. that they shouldn't do it because what happens when we throw what a did bunch be, of villains? The last it, time with Venom, it's we Spider-Man Three.
0: Well, here's one theory that I read, is that uh, the picture. There was a picture that came out because Mark Webb's been releasing set pictures on Twitter uh, because he just wants to let people know how production's going instead of like things leaking out on the internet. Look at my
1: Batman twat. What? That's (laughs) is that not what he's saying? No. That's weird. I'm not on Twitter. No. So I don't know what's going on. I I can just assume.
0: No, people just talk about how happy they are and the food they just ate. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Nothing about that. Might be something about that. But uh, there's a picture that got released of a locker, a locker 14, which if you've ever read the Ultimate Spider-Man comic books. I have not. uh, Locker 14 is where the Venom was being held at uh, at Oscorp. So there's a possibility that people think that they're hinting at Venom being in there, maybe not being a villain per se, but being noticed. Oh, bringing, something bringing, yeah, like a like a, a cameo for the third movie.
1: Uh, yeah, so. I just see it as some like Robin, Dark Knight Rises, Robin, though. And, like, yeah, something yeah. like
0: that. So that could be interesting. I don't know, we'll see. I like yeah. the, I like the amazing Spider-Man. I did too. I just to I just
1: borrowed it from you and watched it again. Yeah. I' been uh, looking
0: for that. Ayo. 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 That's my Canadian person. Ayo. Yeah, you're an ayo, eh. Eh? Ayo, eh. <laughs> no singing. Canadians would never say ayo. They're too ayo. nice. Yeah,
1: they are too nice. <laughs> ayo person who won't bring me back my DVD, hey, but oh. that's okay. That's oh. okay. Yeah.
0: I'm so frustrated with you. <laughs> no really <laughs> what other news have we got
1: um I don't know man <laughs> <laughs> on top
0: we're, we're, of it alright I'm gonna go over some more movie. of my favorite news of the week go ahead Star Wars Disney and Star Wars just announced that they are going to do two spin-off movies mm-hmm. and the two that have been confirmed right now are Boba Fett and Han Solo Han Solo solo pick
1: what do you think about that
0: I'm stoked for it.
1: Han Solo pick.
0: Han Solo pick. That's what I. That I hope that's what the name of it
1: is. Han Solo.
0: <laughs> Semicolon. I got my old movie. <laughs> but no, I'm looking forward to these. I. I there's some things I'm worried about with. Uh, like with Boba Fett. Like what? Well, with Boba Fett, you've already got an actor who you can use as Boba. Because the the actor that played Jango Fett's still alive. Oh, is he's not he? that old. Yeah, he's not that old. It was from Episode Two that he was introduced. So you still have him around, and Boba's a clone. Mm-hmm. If you watch the Clone Wars series, they all were modeled to look like that that actor and stuff. They even went back into the original trilogy and made his voice the voice of the actor that plays Jango. Uh, they changed Boba's voice.
1: So they have him
0: and I'm I'm curious. Wait, wait,
1: they went back in what?
0: In the original trilogy, the special editions on Blu-ray. Oh,
1: Fuck that. I didn't they even know. They changed his voice that, back.
0: Man. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm curious, are they gonna cast this guy? Are they going to ever show his face? Like that's the thing I'm worried about. They're gonna have a movie where Boba keeps taking his helmet off. Because I think <laughs> the thing about Boba that everybody well, we, likes it ties in. Yeah, I'm I, a human being. It does feel all... for me. <laughs> Cause technically he is the bad guy. He's gonna get his own movie. He'll probably be like the hero of that movie, but he's still like the villain.
1: Well, Boba was a commanding presence mm-hmm. in the original trilogy. Commanding. He, de- he had. He deserves. Five something. minutes of screen time. He deserves. I know, but the the presence like that he was in was badass yeah. until like the last moment in Return of the Jedi. <laughs> Isn't there like a story where he actually crawls out of the pit?
0: In the books, he crawls out of the pit, so he's still alive. So people have been speculating whether or not that this is going to be a prequel movie or a sequel thing. Like he's climbed out, and this is where it picks up after. But uh, the Han Solo movie is definitely going to happen. I think a few years before New Hope. So there's talk because some of the first Han Solo solo books took place like two years before so there's been talking about like casting for that as well that's another thing we're, i'm curious about is how they're gonna cast this is
1: this gonna be a top list of this week jordan is that what's going on yeah are you speaking this let's into do existence? it who in
0: your opinion three <laughs> three actors you can do anything that you would have play han solo Channing
1: Tatum. channing tatum channing tatum channing tatum fuck you man
0: you want channing tatum all three times no. You want a beefcake no, solo?
1: I was kidding. Can't you tell? No. I'm joking.
0: No, because the conversations we've had off air about Channing Tatum.
1: In <laughs> with masturbation. Yeah. Are you gonna tell the people at home that?
0: No, That's no. I'm talking about business. you. I'm talking about you. How you love him so.
1: I do. Ever, <laughs> ever since uh, 21 Jump since, Street, man. I've shut been up. On the Channing.
0: Don't even try that. You I, know, didn't, I didn't even see magic since Mike. Dear John. Cause that's when you were hooked. You know it. <laughs> He's right. I know. All
1: right, but no, and I. Would you
0: I, really have played solo.
1: I don't think Channing Tatum was a bad idea. No, all right. And uh, Ashton Kutcher, because he played Han Solo in, in an, episode. an episode of that '70s show. It was and convincing, did pretty damn well. Um, and myself. Oh! I did it. You stole I did it. it. I stole it. You
0: stole it. I stole your idea. Oh man! See what I did there. <laughs> I'm kind of uh, flabbergasted <laughs> here. You got to come up, up with another uh, a number one now. I'm so nervous now. Fuck you, dude. Yeah. Either way, um, my three picks. Go ahead. I say that they, Benjamin Button, Harrison Ford. They make him young again. Give him the they CG him. dots
1: on the side of his profile no, face.
0: No, I'm talking about physically Benjamin Buttoning Harrison Ford back into a young man. There is no flaw in this plan. I there isn't. I mean, they did, they did it with, with Brad Pitt. I think they could do it with Harrison Ford. Well,
1: they did it with Brad Pitt in the first half of the movie yeah. with a stand-in
0: mm. and well, CG face. No, that was his body. That was his body. So I have ne- no, doubt. <laughs> I have no doubt that they could do this with Harrison.
1: Obviously, you don't watch the supplemental features on *Curious Case of Benjamin Button*. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> you're just going my... to the theater, watch it. Then yeah. That's it. That's, That's it. That's all it is. Add that, maybe. My it. second
0: <laughs> choice, since apparently you're telling me Benjamin Buttoning will not work, is that Disney. No, it will work. Oh, it's okay. Not in the way you say. Well, whatever. Don't don't shit on my dreams. My second choice is, since it's, owned, like, it's all owned by Disney now, they are the leaders in animatronics. So create an animatronic that looks like Harrison Ford to be in the movie. And you could still have Harrison Ford play him, kind of like uh, Andy Serkis does Gollum, but it would be animatronic. It would be like the robot.
1: Have no one discussed the possibilities of holograms?
0: No, no holograms. I mean,
1: com- no, but holograms we're living in a day CG. where we can see Elvis on the American Idol stage on the finale CG. doing a duet with whoever the fucker name is. We don't know because it's Elvis fucking Presley.
0: But you can't As do a, a hologram, hologram movie. because we can. Not Star Wars. You can't do it. It'd be awful. Why not? It'd be awful. That's why. All
1: right, whatever. And Moving then my on. third
0: choice is Fuck You Me.
1: Uh I thought I could steal it from you. No, you can't. You still surprise me. Because
0: (laughs) it is me. We both have that Jewish blood, Harrison and I.
1: (laughs) Han Solo is is, meant to be Jewish. Is Ford a Jewish?
0: Part. Not too shabby. (laughs) (laughs) So, what a... But I guess we're good on news. I'm good with news. That's all I want to talk about is Star yeah. Wars.
1: Let's go into. Actually, our...
0: hope, I'm hoping to convert this podcast into just a Star Wars podcast by the summer. Uh, ha, no, I want to keep talking about movies. Thank you. Okay.
1: Let's go into our center views.
0: Come see, come saw.
1: Anyway, the views are better above ground. That they are.
0: That they are. What did we watch this week?
1: Something underground. <laughs>
0: So underground, you may not have heard of it. Side effects. Side effects.
1: All right, man. What's, uh, what's this movie about?
0: Side effects. It's about taking pills and what it does to you. Long story short. If you'd like to give the detailed synopsis, I'd like to defer to you. <laughs> uh,
1: well, we talked about this after we saw it. This movie's going to be really hard because it has like a lot of twists and turns and... Um, so
0: yeah we're gonna go ahead and say spoilers now yeah
1: side it's episode five is our title. Side effects may include spoilers, mm-hmm. just to give you a fair warning um but it starts off, and it shows Rooney Mara mm-hmm. and uh she's obviously really, really depressed. It started reminding me of uh kristen dunce's uh performance in melancholia. melancholia. 'Cause that's just the type of person she see, was. She yeah. was you see her living life and she's trying to work and going through different psychiatrists and in the beginning of the movie she tries to kill herself by running her car into a brick wall. And uh
0: Well I mean, she was upset because she uh her husband got arrested for insider trading. He'd been in prison for like five years, they'd been married. Oh no, he was in prison for four years. Who five.
1: played her husband, oh, Jordan? It
0: was a. Uh, so I mean, Channing Tatum. That's right. That's right.
1: Oh, no wonder.
0: <laughs> yeah, he's fresh in your brain.
1: <laughs> I hated this movie.
0: Yeah, <laughs> not. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so he went to jail for a while, and she was alone mm-hmm. and working on depression and stuff. And then he gets out, and that's the day after is when she tried to kill herself. Yeah. Um, it goes on like this, and there's so many twists throughout this movie because. Uh, he gets out. She seems to be depressed. Um, he, they're trying to get her some help.
1: They're trying different medications. Yeah, she
0: goes to see uh, her si- a new psychiatrist, played by Jude Law. He uh, he he's prescribes her some stuff that just doesn't seem to be working. And then Jude Law runs into a psychiatrist uh, that used to treat. Uh, What's her name again?
1: Ever so sexy, Catherine Zeta-Jones.
0: No, no, no. Who's the lead's name? I just forgot her name.
1: No, you didn't. You just don't want to pronounce
0: it wrong. (laughs) What's her name? Rooney Mara. Rooney Mara. Okay.
1: Okay. Uh, You might know her from uh, the Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, The Social Network.
0: Yeah. But Catherine Zeta-Jones plays her old psychiatrist. Mm -hmm. Jude Law runs into her. They start swapping some stories about her seeing what Jude Locke can do to help she suggests a medication she starts taking she starts sleepwalking
1: she she starts taking like they have her on some like generic zoaf mm-hmm. or something and everyone knows what zoaf is we see the the commercials of the yeah. happy face bouncing up and down
0: yeah <laughs>
1: Or the sad face, and then it goes happy by the end of the commercial. But anyway, so yeah, there's drugs that you recognize in the movie, and they just take, end up taking adverse effects on her. She ends up sleepwalking. And the thing about this movie is you think it... I was thinking about it on the way over here, Jordan.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm not sure whether I love this movie just because it feels like two different movies. And both feels like a bunch. <laughs> both movies, I I really really enjoyed, but as a whole, I'm not sure if if I want to say thumbs up completely, because well, the beginning definitely seemed to be a social commentary on you know America's dependence on prescription drugs to help them live life, and to because you run in her character, uh, you follow her perspective and everybody coming up to Rooney Mara is just like, Hey, my doctor's got me on this. And Hey, my doctor's got me on this. And like different people tell him. And suddenly you realize like, this is all business. Yeah. You know, because, uh, Jude Law is a consultant for a drug company. So he's basically like working for drug companies, just trying to get people to sign contracts and Mm -hmm. experiment with different drugs.
0: There was a line in the movie that actually made me think about what you're talking about, where he said, uh, she was asking about the side effects of I mean, like, it, like, it was gonna do something to me. It was like, it, it's not gonna do anything to you. All it really is is telling that portion of your brain that tells you that you're sad that you're not. It, mm-hmm. it turns it off. And it made me start to think about, like, damn, man, the pharmaceutical companies and the government can, like, push this stuff out, but, like, mm-hmm. deem other things that can do that but have different effects, like, marijuana and things of that nature and be like, no, no, no. Those are wrong. But uh, get a prescription for this and then shit starts going down in this movie and you're just like, man, see? There's so much risk involved in pharmaceutical drugs.
1: And I thought, yeah, it wasn't exactly... I I thought that's the obvious take on the movie because they had some... Until it switches.
0: (laughs) Until it switches. Which is about the time where you find out she's been sleepwalking and Channing Tatum is uh, he comes home, she's bought him a gift, left it out on the the, uh, chair for him, and he's calling her name, and she's not answering. She's in the kitchen cooking, making noise and stuff, but she's not answering. He walks in there.
1: And she turns the fuck
0: around. And all of a sudden. Makes me cry. Twist one.
1: Suddenly my future is over.
0: She stabs him. And immediately, you're just like, because like we said, we, we've been watching this movie up until this point, thinking about it as like social commentary and like how how pharmaceutical companies are running shit and all of a sudden, bam, murder mystery. I'm not
1: sure that's exactly where the movie switches for me, though. I
0: thought it switched a bunch.
1: I think right there, um, the I thought if anything, it was going to be about like a courtroom, mm-hmm. like thriller, drama. About Jude Law and the pharmaceutical pharmaceutical companies going through this big case and someone bringing down this drug company mm-hmm. is what I thought, mm-hmm. but it's not that at all. you know that's the take after the murder. is like you know what well, are no, you...
0: the court actually just brings light to the fact that Jude Law now thinks that he's been getting played by Mar Rooney's character, or did I just pronounce that wrong? Mara I can't remember Rooney if I'm saying Mara Rooney, Rooney or Rooney Mara. Mara. It's Rooney Mara. I, I changed her name around.
1: Anyway, I think I think we're getting a little uh, too stuck on just the plot rather than... Because you can't really tell what you think without saying know, the <laughs> each,
0: Yeah, each part of it goes into like the parts that I liked. I told you uh, when we watched it that I really felt like it was a good book. Because of the way that it, it changed. Because you're reading, you get to know the characters a little bit this way. And then all of a sudden, come chapter five, ooh, I'm yeah. intrigued. Something happens. And then you keep reading, and something more happens. And then by the time you get to another part, you're like, oh my, what the, oh, it changed again on me. This is getting crazy.
1: I felt exactly, exactly the same
0: way. Yeah. And um, it was fun. It, like, it felt like a ride. Because it, it wasn't. It didn't,
1: it didn't, it, there wasn't a lot you had to figure out by yourself. Yeah, it wasn't trying Even to make Even it, though it's a very smart movie. Yeah,
0: it didn't try and make you sit there and think the whole time like, hmm, I, want like,
1: this no, is No, everything, deep. everything was laid out.
0: Right on the table. And right when you were thinking something, enough.
1: they would say it. Yeah. So there's not, like, huge reveals mm-hmm. or anything because you're pretty much going to know what happens.
0: And I wouldn't, like, watch it Shocking that. moments. Nothing that just, like is terribly just like holy crap but just it's good it's got just yeah. stuff that means you just really enjoy being at the movie theater I yeah
1: thought. Uh, me too and I, steven soderbergh is one of those directors who's like taken the the digital change from film to digital but kind of embraced it you know yeah. and he's one of those directors kind of like david fincher who Instead of, like, using it as a crotch or mm-hmm. making it look real, they make it look really cinematic. And you know and... what?
0: Steven Soderbergh has been pumping out a lot of movies lately. And I honestly think that they've all been pretty damn good, too. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, he Haywire, had Haywire, what's Haywire he had Magic Mike, he had uh, uh, Contagion, and now this. Um, they're just... they're. Nothing like terribly great that I think they're going to be classics and go down in history. No, but they're they're just solid people. But they (laughs) they are—they are—they're really good movies.
1: Yeah, they're really, really solid. My my favorite out of the past, what five movies that he's done is probably this one. I I haven't probably haven't
0: seen Magic Mike though. I have a feeling your mind's kind of changed once you do. Oh yeah, (laughs) because uh, you're a big Brokeback fan. I am. I am. So Magic Heavily. Mike is basically like the sequel. <laughs> I think you'll no, really that intrigues that. me. I know, right? Yeah. I think we found something to do sometime soon. <laughs> what are you doing this Valentine's Day? You want to watch Magic Mike with me?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> I do. Sweet. All right. Well, but um.
0: So. So what- you said you you didn't know now after thinking about it more about thumbs up and stuff let's go with the star system on, on this movie what do you think you'd give uh, we really
1: it? gotta come up with something other than a star I system I know let's we always say this after the show but never we, do we never think of it <laughs> yeah. um I
0: give how it how many film reels
1: how many horny film reels
0: horny film reels why is are that they horny that what you just said no I said how many film reels
1: film reels uh out of out out how many they could be horny
0: if you like five
1: out of five film reels this is the same thing as stars let's just do stars <laughs> All right, so...
0: They're a little different.
1: I give it three. You give it three? God, I feel like I'm giving it too much. No, it's... it's too much? Really, no, you... I, I still feel like it needs to marinate, and I need to see it again, but so far, I give it three. I give it three and a half. Just the sheer audience view factor yeah.
0: of it. I give it a three and a half out of five, because it's... It's no it's traffic. Not, no, but... I mean, it's not... Anything great, but it was a good movie, and I enjoyed myself. And i I guess I was, it was a good story. And... I was
1: disappointed, sort of, because of the stance they took, or not because of the lack of stance they took on, like. I don't
0: think I needed anybody to take a stance on what they thought about it at all. Like I'd much rather have a. No, indifferent... but it's
1: interesting because we live in a world nowadays yeah, where I drugs pref- are everything. Everybody's on prescription. I prefer pills. an agnostic
0: approach on that. to Just yeah. take like a well, I don't know. I don't care. I cop out. Because then the the studio I don't like it if they go one way or the other.
1: Well, no, it's it's not that they had to take a stance, it's that like presenting more of eh. it. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't, care. I don't think a movie should take a stance. No, yeah. Anyway, that's it. What's your favorite Soderbergh before we end movie? Hmm. Aaron Brockovich, you son of a bitch, I knew it. And that's no. this week's Cinnabla. No. <laughs> I'm Mitchell Jones. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and he's, he's Jordan Keene. I,
0: I am. I'm Jordan Keene. That's going to be a wrap here under the stairs. <laughs> the grooviest film making the history of cinema. Blah, blah, blah. Walls are closing in. Ah! In the cinema. Blah, blah, blah. That's the problem with American cinema. Blah, blah, blah. blah, blah me, me, blah. Blah, 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 blah. Me, 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 You are
1: destroying cinema. Blah, 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 And I'm okay. The realm of conventional cinema.
0: Blah, blah,
1: blah. What I was taken to,
0: brothers, was like no cinema. I'm not a complicated man. I like cinema.
1: Blah, 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 blah.
0: We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And
1: Thank you for listening to our old war stories.